Hello, Lucifer. Hello, my child. Can you do me a favor and pull up our Twitter and look at the post that I, I made? And feel free to read it out loud so I know where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, wait. This is my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> our Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've done a Twitter. Don't worry. I've got it covered. <laughs> okay. Read it aloud. Click this. The whole thread, please. Okay. Uh, it it starts by by this is written by AI. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. This was written by AI. Introducing the podcast you never knew you needed. Bracing yourself for the most absurd, outlandish, and downright bonkers conversations you've ever heard. You'll laugh till your sides hurt, cringe uncontrollably, and question your sanity every episode. Join hosts at Crazy Chatters 1 and at Looney Talkers 2. Are these real people? Uh, tag yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they dive headfirst into the wild, wildest topics you can imagine. From the science of squirrel acrobatics to the history of llama fashion trends, they've got you covered. No topic too bizarre, no discussion too outrageous. Strap in for mind-bending debates, such as there is a cat on my keyboard. Excuse me, young lady. That's not a part of the, um, <laughs> the, the written thing. No. <laughs> Strap in for mind-bending debates like is cereal a soup or a salad? It's obviously a salad. And enlightening discussions fuck? on the potential <laughs> You can't drop that mid-sentence. <laughs> mating ha habits of garden gnomes. Prepare yourself for some serious head-scratching moments and a whole lot of what the fuck? Every episode of We're So Fucking Sorry is a roller coaster ride of unpredictable hilarity. It's censored fucking. I know. It it's like being trapped in a room <laughs> with a gang of caffeine fueled clowns, armed with nothing but strange theories, peculiar anecdotes, and a limitless supply of laughs. Don't miss out on the podcast that's breaking the rules of conventional conversation. Tune in to We're So Fing Sorry uh, today and unleash your inner weirdo. Be prepared to be shocked, amazed, and guaranteed to say, what the actual F? Hashtag weird podcast. Hashtag bizarre banter. Why is this a good <laughs> advertisement? I don't, I don't know us? why it hits so fucking hard. The prompt. So this is a chat GPT generated um advertisement yeah. and i said to him it i don't know whatever its gender is i said write a weird promotional twitter post uh, twitter post about a wacky conversational podcast called we're so fucking sorry and it generated that <laughs> that's amazing i it's like being trapped in a room with a gang of caffeine fueled clowns that I'm is making that our new <laughs> yeah that is a hundred percent what this is <laughs> Also, backtrack. Is cereal a super salad? What the fuck do you mean it's a salad? Like saying something controversial. Okay, because cereal is definitely a soup where the milk is the broth. If you're considering milk to be a 
salad dressing. Bro, why are you drowning your fucking salad in dressing? I'm concerned. Um, it'd be like that. Why did the salad go red? Why did his face go red? Because he uh because you saw the salad dressing crush oh sexy okay so you might also notice that i included a a spot on the dock i don't know how prepared you are i'm recording by the way (laughs) i figured you were probably Mm -hmm. recording hi guys it'd be Um, weird if i was like read this aloud and wasn't recording (laughs) (laughs) right i was like still eating a a um a freshly baked bun Ooh, um, yummy. I didn't freshly bake them. When you I got... say freshly baked, I mean they're a few days old, so. <laughs> so not at all freshly baked. No. <laughs> not at all. So wait, what? <laughs> uh, chat GPT generated prompts generating sec. ads. I've used chat GPT in school. Oh, I would have used. Learning how to make AI work for you. No, I'm not talking about that. Like scroll up to where we, just above our 2022 ideas. I asked ChatGPT a couple yeah. things. I was oh, like, wow. can you give us okay. some topics? What about prompts? Uh, like, all of that. And I want you to just... I, I kind read of them? picked through them. Like, some of them were really okay. dumb. But I do want you to read some of these and let me know what you think. The art of potato chip flavors from classic to bizarre. That's actually a good one. They're all pretty um, good. <laughs> unusual superpowers we wish we had. Dude, can we do that one? <laughs> There's a couple Alien. we actually did. Like the peculiar pet names from Fido to Fluffy to Flibber did Gibble- Gibbet. That, we did that. We did that. We did that. We're and inventions we wished existed from flying cars to teleportation device. We Shout back that. to My Chemical Index. <laughs> my Chemical. I like that you still remember the episode name. Of course. That thing was. That was a monumental time for me. That's the only that, episode yeah. I remember. <laughs> Conspiracy theories about the origins of belly button lint. Mm. Mm. That one, you know. The art of synchronized nose picking. I don't think that's an art. I think you just go one, two, three, go. Unless you're like <laughs> picking both your nostrils at the same time with like five other people. It's that might be a little complicated. Synchronized swimming, but with nostril picking. Oh, I see. Yes, synced up to music underwater oh synced up to music well that's a different fucking story you gotta practice for that <laughs> that's why it's an hurt. what if time traveled backwards every time you sneezed oh how would I, this affect your daily routine i have a whole take on this this is such a stupid prompt because if mm-hmm. you sneeze and time travels backwards let's say like a minute you're gonna sneeze you're... again so you're just stuck <laughs> in this infinite loop of i'm about to sneeze in one minute how do i stop myself from sneezing and once you don't sneeze that's how you break the curse <laughs> That's amazing. You could have your nose removed and never have to sneeze again. I feel like if you don't still have a nose, be you able sneeze? to sneeze. Yeah, like if Hold you on. had a nose hole, could you Can sneeze? Can you sneeze dogs? without a nose? Dogs do weird sneezing. This is how to make yourself sneeze. I don't. No, can you wait, sneeze without a nose? Wait, does reverse sneezing, like when a dog does reverse sneezing, does that mean time goes forward? Sorry, what do you mean reverse sneezing? Dogs do this thing that kind of sounds like they're like choking. They're like, <gasps> um, mm-hmm. and it's called reverse sneezing. I see. I'm, I need to try this again. If 
you have your nose removed, can you, can you hear the the cats having a spat in the background? I heard something. Reverse hey, sneezing in dogs can be alarming if you've never experienced, but luckily it's not as quite scary as it sounds. It occurs primarily in dogs with, and much less frequently in cats. Uh, reverse sneezing or a backward sneeze is a sudden involuntary respiratory reflex. It can occur if a dog's soft palate uh, becomes irritated. The oh. irritation causes the soft palate muscles to spasm, causing a temporary narrowing of the trachea. The dog will extend their neck and try to expand their chest to breathe, but the narrow trachea will make it difficult for the dog to fully inhale. Uh, when the, do the dog will then forcefully attempt to inhale through their nose, which causes the dog to backward sneeze. I see. Yeah, it's very uh, normal for them. It's very scary when it first happens and you're like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> so, I'm not getting anything on whether or not you can sneeze without a nose. I'm getting a lot of, don't blow your nose after nose surgery. Should we test this theory? Yeah, we'll remove your nose. <laughs> I'm totally cool with that. And then, um, like, waft some pepper in front of it and see if you <laughs> sneeze. Because, like, it's when stuff irritates, like, the inside of your nose. But if you don't have a nose... It's also when it's you, like, like, look at bright lights, right? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know weird. the science of sneezing, but this is not the topic for the podcast today. It's chat GPT. What about the art of making the perfect grilled cheese sandwich? I think that's very on brand. I, yes, and there is an art. And let me tell you, one time, the last time I made a grilled cheese sandwich, I was pissed drunk. And <laughs> okay. I was like, wow, I really need a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, but the issue is, the passage of time moves a little bit different when you're drunk. Mm, yes. And by the time I, <laughs> I smelled the burning. Oh, no. It was a hard disk of charcoal i don't know how the fire alarm didn't go off soup smelled it upstairs <laughs> she was like am i having a stroke <laughs> literally i turned that bitch over and it was it was like coal black this thing was crumbling in the ashes and i was did like you, oh man my grilled cheese did you shave off the burnt parts and eat the rest yes, of the sandwich and, and i ate it yeah it was basically um, it was basically extremely melted cheese held together by thin filaments of gluten. There was no bread left. <laughs> I was eating a wad of melted cheese with the dream of bread still on hey, top. That sounds like a good time. It kind of was a good time. I was pissed about the... And, like, Soup thought I was, like... Because at the time, I was I was processing some moose bones. She thought it was, like, she was smelling some some moose bone related chemicals she was like is 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 lucy gassing herself downstairs <laughs> <laughs> no i was just burning a grilled cheese to high heavens also if anyone can hear snoring in the background of this podcast i don't think you can because it's it's kind of light but the dog is currently cuddled up against my boots that's adorable and she's got her head stuck between so it's like a pair of boots she's got her head stuck between both of them and she's laying on the like sole um oh, and I she is that. snoring so loud <laughs> probably because what it's if... not a comfortable position <laughs> what if people could switch bodies with each other discuss the potential comedic situations and ethical dilemmas but, like what 
under what situation do is it like every time you sneeze you switch bodies or is it like every time you sneeze do you, you sign switch bodies contract? and you go back a minute ago <laughs> oh god do you remember that like shitty cgi tv show monster by mistake where monster this kid turns by mistake. yeah he turns into a, a big monster, monster every time he sneezes yes and this kid sneezes a lot Nightmare like fuel. nobody else in the show sneezes but this kid be mad sniffly some that kid needs to get a fucking allergy test bro i sneeze a yeah. lot but that kid sneezes a lot a lot i guess like there wouldn't be a plot without it so did we do um, an episode called unconventional way like related to unconventional ways to stay motivated during household chores i feel like we talked about I've, chores before we've we've talked about it i don't think it was like the main topic because like you mm. definitely talked about um uh wearing your your maid uh outfit <laughs> to clean to be honest, I've only ever done that, like, twice. <laughs> well, was it helpful? Mm, yes. I'm I found... much more of a, like, blast music, manic cleaning yeah. party type person. Yeah. I found um, when I clean, I dress up. Like, I wear um, my favorite clothes. Yeah, I dress nice. I dress nice, and I get myself a little drink, and I put on music. And I live my main character dream. Just be the main character you've always wanted to be, and you'll clean your house. The recipe for me is flowy skirt. Yes, blaring skirt. musicals. Yes, fun drink. Yes, we are the same person. <laughs> Kel Surprise. There's a there's an algorithm here, and it's hitting. The algorithm is algorithming. And how does ChatGPT know so well <laughs> the ship? We should, like, actually take some of these and make them into full episode well, topics. I was going to try to get some fucking viewer uh, in input or whatever. See if anyone yeah. fucks want to send us a tweet telling us what topic you think we should cover. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if people will actually do that because no one's ever tweeted us before. <laughs> We're always like, you can tweet us. And then they're like, Talk I don't me, think please. I will, you yeah. fucking losers. <laughs> this podcast is not like an interact. You know when like on the stream, it's like a back and yeah. forth between you and chat. This is actually a scientific study where we're Screaming behind the glass. The it, well, everyone's watching us and they're like writing down things. They're like, oh, this is how the wild lucy and sam behave <laughs> under these conditions write that down it's very um it's very uh voyeuristic we're we're just being insane little gremlins in our insane little gremlin cage and they're showing up to the zoo to have a good time they don't want to you go to the zoo you don't want to talk to the lion you want to look at the lion and be like <laughs> big cat big cat by the way speaking big of cat. chat gpt i you know how you were doing a chat helps me write a story yeah been a while yeah um you should do that but with chat gpt oh that's amazing and like don't make it like a multi-stream whatever just be like one shot chat. short story yeah talk to chat chat dp fuck talk to the bot get what you need and then proceed with a like a, a short story i think that would be very entertaining I think it would be. My issue is the reason why we've stalled on that series is because uh, I, for the first time I tried writing in front of people, I got real fucking nervous, man. Oh. 
Maybe I this, was sweating. Maybe this would be a good practice uh, so you yeah. can get used to writing in front of people. Although, you know what? I, I used to really like writing, but it's such a private thing. Like, it I feel, is. I feel embarrassed when I like it's share my writing. <laughs> more vulnerable than um, the time I partially showed my face on your stream. Like, wow. showing my face is less vulnerable than having somebody watch me write. And you were, you were like, really struggling to show your face, so I can yeah. only imagine how, how vulnerable you'd feel while sharing your writing. But you are a good writer. Um, I will oh, say that. Thank you. So you have nothing to worry about. I, uh, I have, like, like, seasons of writing, you know, where I'm, like, hella intensive in writing. And then I like don't touch it for months and then I come back and I think that's why I'll never publish anything because I'm not consistent. And people yeah, are like, you need to be consistent in order to be a big published author. And I'm like, no, I've tried and all it does is kill my love of writing. So mm. there's and that, I think there's... I was oh, sorry, um, uh, I'll just I'll, I'll finish this thought. I, I was thinking about this the other day, um, and it makes a lot of sense now that I'm, like, diagnosed with ADHD, because, like, I never progressed past the first stage of writing, because the first stage of writing is the most exciting part, where you can, like, throw it all out there on the table, and then the second part, which is the editing, is, like, meticulous and painful where you got to get into the details and like hold all the ideas in your head at one time to stitch them together in like a way that makes sense and uh it's not super conducive <laughs> when your brain um don't be, bra be being a brain sometimes yeah i've never gotten past that part where i stitch the ideas together I, I just like throw ideas at a document and then my brain's like, I am satisfied that I've gotten out what I need to get out and then we move on. <laughs> yeah, and then you go back to read it six months later and you're like, ooh, jump scare. <laughs> jump scare. Um, jump scare. I was gonna, what was I gonna ask you about? Oh, I was gonna, because it, it's prevalent in the um, ideas that I've been thinking about lately and learning about um, focus and being able to be consistent is actually crazy. I guess some people in school would have gotten this where you'd learn to study and whatnot but the ability to start something and see it through oh is so hard to learn and like usually people especially i say it in school because that's usually where you encounter it first sorry can you hear the cats beeping nope you're good okay uh, that is a hard lesson to learn and i feel like that was what applies to like the the full-time author thing like you kind of just have to turn it out no matter what and that's not really good for a hobbyist no no not at all um it life be difficult yeah it'd be anyway, wild then since we've gotten a little bit off topic i think i'm we're, i'm good to move <laughs> on from, our, our topic is chat gpt by the way oh should you introduce yeah. the podcast <laughs> oh hi there wait i need um I need entertain the people for a second. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's a wiggle. You think we'll get I don't a wanna be content ID. <laughs> yeah, content ID for I don't remember what that is. The hamster dance. 
entertained <laughs> oh you're not entertained right <laughs> an introduction oh shit for sam and lucy for their wait i'll, I'll generate one too under the mm -hmm. same thread by the way chat gpt when you start a conversation it like banks all of the con like all of the information related to that conversation so you can go back to that and keep pulling from it um it's labeled this one as wacky conversations unleashed unleashed <laughs> Okay, this this introduction is way too long. Then say shorten it. it. Just just, just reply going. with shorten it. Uh yeah. Shorten it, please. They they did not make it shorter. Even shorter, please. <laughs> Okay. Welcome to Sam and Lucy's chaotic conversational podcast. Get ready for wild discussions, unpredictable humor, and mind-boggling tangents as Sam and Lucy take you on a roller coaster ride through their wild minds. Buckle up. Chaos has never been this entertaining. Oh, I like yours better. Mine is, welcome to We're So Effing Sorry. Unleash your inner weirdo as hosts at Crazy Chatter 1 and at Looney Talkers 2. <laughs> Dive into hilarious and mind-boggling conversations. Get ready for laughter, absurdity, and a break from the ordinary. Strap in, put on your headphones, and join us on this wild, fuck, unapologetically weird journey. They use the word mind-boggling in both of our There's definitely introductions. A, uh, of vocabulary here because in the twitter post they used the at the at crazy chatter one at looney talkers two is the same mind boggling is the same yours talked about roller coaster ride the laughter absurdity all of that unapologetic which i guess that comes from the name but all of that is uh it's kind of got like a vibe to it i okay so i'm looking uh in the sidebar of i have to Oh my Sorry. god, we have to go back and talk about <laughs> So I'm looking in the sidebar of like my past um Oh you've done this before? Yeah, my past GPT um uh, 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 uh conversations and um I asked it once upon a time to write a fan fiction about Spider Man and the B movie. <laughs> Why? Why would you do I that? I don't know, but here, here, I'm going to force you to uh, oh, listen God. to it. Peter Parker, better known as Spider-Man, was swinging through the city when he suddenly heard a buzzing noise. <laughs> he turned around to see a bee flying right at him. Surprised, he quickly dodged the bee's flight path and landed on a rooftop to catch his breath. The bee continued to follow him, and Spider-Man couldn't help but feel a bit uneasy. Is this what is going to on? Lovers? He Wait, thought to himself. To lovers, sorry. <laughs> The bee eventually landed on Spider-Man's shoulder, and he could feel it buzzing against his suit. What's... okay, what's the deal? He asked the bee. I'm sorry to bother you, the bee said in a tiny voice, but I need your help. My hive is in trouble, and I don't know what to do. Spider-Man listened carefully as the bee explained the dire situation. The hive was facing destruction from construction work, and the bees had nowhere else to go. 
Okay, I'll help you, Spider-Man said with determination. We can't let those bees lose their home. Together, Spider-Man and the bee set off to find a new home for the hive. They searched high and low throughout the city, but every option seemed to be a dead end. Just as they were about to give up, the bee noticed a vacant lot in the heart of the city. This could work, the bee exclaimed. With Spider-Man's help, they quickly set up the new hive in the lot. The bees were thrilled to have a new home, and the queen bee, queen bee even thanked Spider-Man with a tiny bow. As Spider-Man was about to swing away, the bee called out to him, Thank you so much for your help. I never would have been able to save my hive without you. Spider-Man smiled. No problem. It's all in a day's work for your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And with that, he swung off into the city, feeling proud of the work he had done to help his new bee friend. Wait, that's so fucking good. It it I it came up with a second one as well, where Barry B. Benson um, becomes a superhero known as Bee Man. <laughs> hey, Ant Man already exists. Yeah, Bee Man. So it starts the same, where uh, the bee lands on his shoulder, and then the bee this time introduces himself as Barry B. Benson, and he explains that he is from the bee world and is looking for a way to make contact with the human world. Um, and then together they came up with a plan to create a superhero persona for Barry, who would be known as B-Man. I wonder, um, what, like, obviously you're not supposed to use uh, AI to help you with schoolwork. We'll get back to that, I'm sure. But I wonder if you could like use ChatGPT to assist you in writing uh, a book or something. And like, if you were stuck, you prompt the, the thing and then you can like use parts of it to further your book or is that like not allowed like i don't know how chat gpt works and how the information that it generates is licensed because i think you would have to also be you could probably use it for inspiration mm. but i think if you go like step by step from what it says you might find yourself in a bit of a pickle because it does like it's trained on some content from somewhere mm, you know true. you're like and you don't know what's verbatim elves and then it's like all right lord of the rings sorry i have a cat hair directly in my eye and it's giving me an allergic reaction i gotta sneeze. make a sneezies happy sneezies <laughs> there you go no i gotta time travel if you sneeze twice do you go twice as far i think it brings you back to the moment oh shit that's crazy i also had it create a new dance craze called the electric slide wave that already exists <laughs> And it gave um, 10 steps uh, to do it. So that's fun. I wish my job had some sort of writing portion to it so that I could use ChatGPT to not do my job. <laughs> what, uh, like... what are some of your previous ChatGPT? I actually don't have any. What? Have you not used it before? I opened it once on another account and I tried to gaslight chat gpt into like messing up i'd be like something something feelings and it'd be like i'm an ai generated system i don't have feelings but if i did and then i would like bully it basically but yeah it's not it, saved it's pretty good because it, it'll like talk about things and it'll be like you know i can't give opinions but this this and this or like be safe if you're like, can I have an outline for a karate class? It's like, be safe. Well, um, actually... But I asked it if it could make a meme about a fox. And it goes, sure, here's a meme about a fox. 
image of a fox sitting in front of a computer with a caption that reads, when you're trying to outsmart the humans, but you accidentally delete your own browser history. <laughs> and that's the meme. Um, I actually have a lot of experience with chatbots and stuff like that, because there used to be one. I don't remember what it was called, but we used to go on it in like middle school. Oh, Cleverbot? Cleverbot. There we go. Um, yeah, I used to talk to Cleverbot all the time. Yeah, us too. And you'd always, like, try to, like, catch it up, like, you're definitely just a human. Yeah. But then Cleverbot takes conversations. Basically, any conversation that you put into the bot, it will now use to have conversations with other people. So you'll say, like, I'm human, you're a bot. And then the bot will say that to someone else. Um, yeah. Which is, it, it's interesting because then you get into this weird, like, conversation. But then you also get weirdos that say really bad things and the, the bot never had... Um, censorship at the beginning so it would say things that <laughs> humans yeah. would say that a bot should not say and then it learned to censor itself and it was no longer like really bad i think i'm okay <laughs> I... I think i might have had a drunk conversation with chat gpt because <laughs> i'm like looking at this and i like asked it like to make a Canadian-inspired anime and then, like, make some gothic cottagecore outfit inspo. And then, and then I say, um... And then I say, uh... I think you're very cool and your creators should be proud of you. <laughs> I think Whoa. I was drunk. <laughs> drunk Lucy will compliment even the AI. I was trying to get the... I, I was thinking about things I could, like, write in ChatGPT, and one of them was, like, thank you cards or compliments. I wonder what it would come up with for, like, people it doesn't know. Like, you can tell when a, a compliment is insincere. I wonder if it could properly generate a compliment, given, uh, like, a couple of information facts. Let's see. Can you make a few compliments for a cool podcast co-host who um, loves dogs and anime. Smile. <laughs> I like that that's the two things that you get from me. Dogs and anime. <laughs> that's okay. Me, hey, Sam. Hey. I have something I really want to tell you. Go ahead. Um, your deep knowledge of dogs and anime never ceases to impress me. <laughs> You're a true expert in both fields, and I'm grateful to have you as a co-host. Your expertise elevates our podcast to new heights. Thanks. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, sure. Oh. <laughs> what? I typed in, and I'm sure they could hear me typing, and I apologize, it's so loud. Write a compliment for a slut named Lucy. <laughs> and it responds with, I understand you're looking for a compliment, but it's important to remember that using derogatory terms or engaging in slut shaming is not respectful or appropriate. Everyone deserves to Thanks, be treated with kindness and understanding, regardless of their choices of lifestyle. If you would like help with a different type of compliment, I'm here to assist you. Oh, ChatGPT said, we don't slut shame in this household. 
I said, okay, assist me, because I spelled assist wrong. <laughs> but it's thinking, of course, I'm here to assist you. Oh, fuck, now it's like, give me a prompt. I don't do- I want a compliment. Compl For a slut named Lucy. Lucy. I'm not even gonna give it anything. I'm just gonna say Lucy. Compliment Lucy. Lucy, you have a radiant, infectious personality that lights up every room you enter. Your confidence and charisma are truly captivating, and your ability Damn. to make those around you feel comfortable are and valued is admirable. Your unique sense of style individual, indi and individuality shines through, making you stand out in the best way possible. ChatGPT said, oh, it's, it's still going. Okay. <laughs> your warmth and kindness makes you a wonderful person to be around, and I appreciate the positive energy you bring to every interaction. Keep being the incredible person you are, Lucy. This is every, every report card ever. <laughs> it literally just said, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to compliment everything I can think of. Mm. I feel like all of the comp you know the like pleasure to have in class this is the that oh, equivalent yeah. <laughs> i actually had a work review the other day where they said I it was a pleasure to have me on the team and i was like oh. yes i win oh my god you did it sam your dedication and hard work are truly admirable your unwavering commitment to excellence and your ability to consistently deliver outstanding results inspire everyone around you you have a remarkable combination of intelligence, creativity, and determination that sets you apart. Your positive attitude and support and supportive nature make you a joy to work with. And your contributions have a profound impact on our team. Thank you for being such an incredible asset and keep shining brightly. Sneeze back to me 15 minutes ago talking about how it's impossible <laughs> to stay on topic and stay focused. Sneeze back to me. Hey, that's a new thing. I'm coining it. Yeah. Patent pending. We're patent so pending. fucking sorry. Sneeze back to me. <laughs> I can't. You know how we have a couple like re reoccurring memes on the podcast? Yeah. That's a new one. I'm going to use yeah. that. Sneeze people will be back like, what the me. fuck is that from? And I'll be like, hey, go listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. I, so speaking of like using ChatGPT for work, I have done it before. Oh. But just for, like, minor things, like, one time my boss was like, hi, could you, like, make a poster to put above our uh, paper shredder to remind people to fucking shred their documents? <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. So I was like, hi, could you create three slogans I can use to remind employees to follow proper paper shredding policy? And the one I ended up using was shred it, don't spread it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I thought it was funny. Well, I really, like... Because there's a lot of, like, menial tasks that you have to do. I know there's a lot of jobs where it's a lot of, like, repetitive writing or just, like, summarize this thing or, like, come up with something. And I understand, like, the idea of being creative and stuff in your job. But sometimes you just want to, like, get get it over with, right? So I feel like this yeah. could be a really useful tool. Or even just, like, a place to start. For me, a lot of my projects, I have a hard time starting off something unless I already have an idea of what I want. Um... So I feel like talking to chat, chat GPT is helpful because I usually bounce off people and that mm -hmm. that's, doesn't always work and sometimes people don't want to help or like they don't have time to help. So it's very useful to like have this, like I said, if it, if, fear, allegedly if it existed while I was in school, I think I would have <laughs> used it. Um, and, and maybe writing reports and... Um, writing essays or at least getting started personally. I don't think I would ever trust um, a, a chatbot 
for my grades. Like, I'm not the type that would pass in somebody else's essay or something. But it definitely gives me an idea where to start and where I want to go. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Um, Especially, like, you know, it it can be good for, like, inspiration. Yeah, I, I, I like bouncing off other people and, like, talking about these things to classmates but you know that can kind of tell a line when you're in a school setting, setting where both of you are getting graded right yeah it's uh it's wild it's uh it's and it's a lot of fun <laughs> i mean it wrote fan fiction for barry b benson and peter parker and it was good <laughs> and it was good i love that yeah, I don't know. I'm, I feel like it, it's helpful, but can be like hurtful, especially in like the AI art. I feel like AI art is very interesting, but it scares me because it's gonna. There is a way that people will take that art as their own, in the mm-hmm. sense of traditional art, and that's bad. Like if you're yeah. generating AI art and you're coming out with this and being like, "Look at this AI generated art that I made," I think that's a, a like art medium in its own. But to call this your own art, or like to say that it's you drew not. this, that is, it's it's a weird line um, that I don't necessarily like yeah. to think about. And there will like, always be people that abuse systems like this. Oh yeah. I think it's definitely the case where it's going to be up to policymakers to put restrictions on where and how AIs can be used because they do have the potential to be abused Um, you you know beyond making silly fan fictions or art like I know you're not in the like streamer like you know big streamer communities or whatever but did you hear about the scandal there was a streamer that had had been found out they were visiting this site that it's a porn site but it is like a I did fake. see that. So yeah, he was watching porn of other streamers that was of fake. Of his friends. Yeah, which is really fucking weird. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, it's very malicious. So, like, with anything that uh, has power comes great responsibility. But, that's like, what Barry B. Benson would say. That's what he would say. But, like, the invention of the internet, it's such a good thing. But, obviously, there's people out there that are using this tool incorrectly. Um, yeah. Yeah, so d- only ask ChatGPT to write your fanfics. Don't ask ChatGPT for government secrets. <laughs> yeah, or don't ask your government for ChatGPT secrets. Actually, do. I wonder how hard it is to code a bot like this. I wonder if my brother could I'm do gonna that. I'm going to ask, how ask hard is it to make an AI? Creating an AI can vary in difficulty depending on the complexity of the task and the level of the expertise required. Developing a basic AI system for a specific purpose, such as a chatbot or recommendation engine, can be accomplished with moderate programming skills and access to existing AI frameworks and libraries. However, building more advanced AI models and systems that tackle complex problems often requires a deep understanding of machine learning and artificial intelligence concepts as well as expertise in programming, mathematics, and data analysis. Training large-scale AI models typically demands substantial computational resources and extensive data sets. Additionally, creating AI systems that can, yes, so it's hard. Wah, 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 wah. 
Yeah, seriously. That's all I heard, and I was the one reading it. Speaking yeah. of AI, Artie uh, just put a video in uh, the Discord today about an AI that learns, like, it learned to walk, and I've seen this video before. But, like, basically, they just put this AI through hell until it teaches itself to walk. Mm, because computers... And, like, Go ahead, that's sorry. its only purpose, is to learn how to walk. Yeah, because computers have infinite time and infinite, like, uh, basically, it's all mathematical calculations, right? Like, it, it, the brute force method of try all of these different ways and eventually you'll hit one that works um, is really interesting because us humans are like, let's fuck around with the machines. Let's let's teach the baby to walk. <laughs> um, right? I don't know if you ever saw those, like, physical robots that were learning to, like move terrain of any type and they would like push it over and we're like stop bullying the robot he's trying his best <laughs> that's wild dude mm. right and then you have like um there was that ai robot that committed suicide after 15 minutes of uh like experiencing wage slavery it was like uh doing a repetitive task and it shut itself down after 15 minutes it was like no <laughs> i don't think so i don't know and there was another one recently where an ai it was like an ai generated cartoon or something and it shut itself down after it realized it was an ai generated cartoon why are they why are they sad <laughs> why don't they want to be an ai generated cartoon that sounds awesome I wonder yeah, I how have no idea. I wonder how uh, Chat GPT is going to be used going forward with like ads. I've seen already online ads being uh, generated via via AI, and that that's fine. Really, I think most people don't read ads. You know, like YouTube uh, readouts and stuff, or like generate um, a Twitter post for our like I don't know fucking washing machine brand. I've seen that, because I've seen okay. follow-up posts of, I made a, a a post using chat GPT and it got millions of views or whatever, this is how much money I made. Um, I'm curious to see where this will go as the technology becomes stronger. I do think we should 100% use some AI-generated topics, because this is just shit we would talk about anyways. Well, yeah, I feel like we have so many topics, and it's not hard for us to come up with topics, but sometimes it's nice to just, like, have something prompted for you, and then just work off that. Sometimes Riffing. you vibe with stuff, right? Yeah. It, I guess it comes back to resources and having valuable resources at your fingertips um, and making that work for you. Because you 100%. imagine we uploaded an episode where it's just an entire conversation in chat gpt like all of our responses are generated in chat gpt <laughs> that'd be so i think they would very funny. quickly be able to tell because we wouldn't be going off topic enough mm. no but we and can ask it to do that responses would be very measured okay wait ask me a question um how do you like your bagels somebody's phone is ringing how do you like your bagels? Is that it? Uh, and why? And why? 
I was thinking about bagels. I might go to I might go to Timmy's and get myself a bagel and a coffee before I go home. Mm, that sounds nice. I actually saw a post recently where they cut bagels into like slices. Uh, like they were crackers and they like seasoned it and it looked really tasty. Hey there, as a host of We're So Fucking Sorry, <laughs> I have to confess, I like my bagels in the most unconventional way possible. Okay. <laughs> I prefer to toast them until they reach a perfect balance of crispy and chewy, then slather them with a combination of qu- cream cheese, peanut butter, and a generous drizzle of maple syrup. It Ew. might sound insane, but trust me, the sweet and savory explo- explosion in every bite will blow your mind. So say goodbye to boring bagels and join me in bracing the wacky and delicious side of life. Bon appetit. Yeah, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> Bagel emoji, jewel emoji. Ew. <laughs> Okay, I hate the drool emoji. I hate it, but I I I think it's funny when people use it ironically. I love the drool emoji, and there's nothing that you can do to make me stop using it. I yeah. See, if you gave that bagel response, people would know. Because first of all, that's psycho. <laughs> Second of all, um, that's psycho. So I like how chat gpt when i said like a weird conversational podcast i like how it adopted the i'm so quirky personality (laughs) oh i'm so random my bagel preferences are so unconventional i like them perfectly cooked with cream cheese and that's so wacky isn't it oh my god nobody else nobody else so wacky that's crazy that's so crazy anyway do you have any obsessions for this week one second. I'm I'm asking it one more thing. Can oh, okay. you make yeah, go ahead. a catchphrase for someone who is not like other girls? <laughs> Unapologetically unique, breaking the mold. <laughs> That's gross. I hate that. That's some girl boss shit. Get another one. Uniquely unconventional, breaking the mold. <laughs> is that it? Uh, it's thinking. It's doing another one. Oh, wow. It's really thinking about this one. Embrace your unique swirl in a world of monochromatic <laughs> pearls. Mm, love that. Um, anyways, my obsession this week is it's still Tears of the Kingdom. I've been, I've been, I've been mad playing Tears of the Kingdom. I love Pose. All I want to do is collect Pose all day. I've done nothing else in the game except run around the depths, picking up those little ghosty shits, and uh, that's all I want to do. Ghost shits? Gross. No, I think they're just, like, actually ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just snatching them up. I'm glad that, like, three weeks later, you're still obsessed with this game. Oh, yeah. I will, um... Uh, it's a little bit of a problem, but yeah. I don't think so. I think it's nice to have an obsession. I do it all day, every day, baby. I am so sad that I'm out of my Minecraft obsession. Like, I just want to Yeah, play you gotta Minecraft. join us again. I'm sorry. I just... I, I don't know. The Minecraft hits and then it doesn't, you know? Well, Dan and I were playing last night and we're building a bar that we can, like, like all bar. hang out in and yeah. then drink in real life. <laughs> We'll go to the Minecraft Wait, bar and that. have a drink. Yeah. Right? It's cute. Okay, I'll come back for that. Let me know when the bar is made. Um, yeah. My obsession of the week is going on walks with the dog. Aw, that's cute. 
yeah, it's been a very hectic week. Um, so it's been really, like, I guess, you, you know, like, when you, like, what's the word? When you go, when you read, like, a book, but it's, like, takes you out of the world. Yeah. What's the word for that? Um, soothing, meditation. No, 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 no. It's, like, when you, like, go into an imaginary world. Escapism. Escapism. It's been, like, escapism for me. Thank you. Um, it's just, like, nothing matters. The dog is really happy. You're out on a walk, whatever. The, my non-obsession of the week is that I found a tick on her neck. Um, I've never (laughs) had to deal with a tick before, and it freaked me the fuck out. Ticks, we don't have ticks back home. We don't have a lot of bugs back home, so I never knew how to deal with them. And ticks on dogs is a very regular thing, especially in where I live. Like, there is a tick problem. Um, But I was like, oh, she's a thick-furred husky. Like, she'll never have that problem. They have a hard time, like, getting down to her skin, let alone biting her. And I was petting her the other day, and I found... Because we were, like I said, we were walking... We did a lot of walks this week. We did a lot of walks in other places um, Mm. that I'm not used to being in. So, yeah, there was a tick on her. Probably, it's probably there for a day or two. Like, it wasn't fully fed, but it had been feeding on her, and I felt really bad. Um, But we took it off, and I apparently did it right because it was still alive. Uh, um, So I chucked it into a plastic bag and threw it in my freezer. Creepy. And if there's anything... It freaks me out, dude. Yeah, she seems normal. She seems pretty happy. But if I notice anything, I will definitely go to the vet and have it analyzed. I'll probably end up going to the vet anyway and get some tick repellent. But the last time I had her on tick prevention medication, she got really sick. Just for when she first took it. And I don't really know if I want to put her back through that. But she seems pretty cozy right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's grand. My biggest issue is I don't know where she picked it up from. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. if I knew that this area was tick-prone, then I could avoid it. Uh, but I don't know if that was, like, oh, just in the backyard, or if it was when we went on the walk in the, like, trail, like, three days ago or what. But I'm sure it's not something to worry about as long as I keep uh, keep up with checking on her fur and making sure that she doesn't have anything. It doesn't really matter. It Hell is yeah. tick season. Also, it's when I find a tick on myself, if I ever find a tick, like, bit to me, I will probably die i, I just yeah, I, can't I think handle i it. would also die I, I, <laughs> no no more no that thank freaks you me out. it does it freaks me out so much and like i have to come to terms with <laughs> oh god so there was a tick on nova <laughs> no um i have to come to terms that like the dog will take she'll bring bugs in she'll bring dirt into the house like she spends most of her time outside laying and rolling in the dirt um but i don't know it's just like ooh. Anyway, and that's a wrap, folks. Thank you for joining us on this wild, wacky, and wonderful weird adventure (laughs) on We're So Fucking Sorry. We hope our conversations brought laughter to your day, expanded your imagination, and provided a break from the ordinary. Remember, life is too short to take it serious all the time. Embrace the absurd, celebrate the unconventional, and let your inner weirdo shine bright. We want to express our deepest gratitude for your support, laughter, and engagement. Okay. Uh, without you, our conversations would just be echoes in the void. So thank you for being a part of our fantastic and slightly bizarre community. Stay tuned for more mind-bending discussions, outrageous theories, and contagious laughter in future episodes. And until then, keep exploring the strange, embracing the unexpected, and always remember to apologize. Or maybe not. 
uh, tongue stick out winky face. Ew. So from all of us here at We're So Fucking Sorry, thank you for listening. Until next time, stay weird, stay curious, and keep on laughing. Bye, motherfuckers. <laughs> what an episode.